Mark Ilko for this round of applause and welcome to another episode of the Unpackers, our journey in which Ilko and myself are continuing to uh, unpack the, uh, the journey of crypto trading, which is a challenging journey. And as always, the guru is here and will, well, will almost be our shrink today because, um, well, first of all, let's do a little bit of a sentiment check. Well, it, yeah, it, indeed, that that's how I felt in my training journey the last uh, the last two months at least. Um, well, at, at the start of the year, the uh, Bitcoin skyrocketed, and um, the, uh, the, I was a little bit too late there. I started trading later on. I still had this post-traumatic uh, tra uh, stress syndrome, I think, from the previous year. So I started trading a little bit later and I missed a, missed yeah quite at the pump. Um, so now we we were nearing this higher time frame support, and that's where I started to become much more active. And that's also when the the price basically started to yeah become very boring, uh, choppy, or how would you describe it, uh, Guru? Yeah, basically exactly like you are just stating. I think price and especially the volume of of the price movement has become extremely low, and and the price action has been very choppy, very sideways, um, and and very I think a lot of the times also a little unpredictable and because of the low volume environment, yeah, extremely hard to trade the past two or three months, I would say. So yeah, I think it makes complete sense, especially if you're a beginning trader, that you're struggling with the, with the current price action on the crypto markets, especially for altcoins. I think Bitcoin and Ethereum have been doing relatively okay compared to altcoins, but even for Bitcoin and Ethereum, price action has been very low, uh, very slow, very low volume, and extremely choppy. So yeah, I completely agree uh, with your statement. Yeah, and and and, uh, and in hindsight, and I think that's the key uh, key remark here. I should have done and I could have done so much uh, better, but of course uh, I didn't. This is a learning journey. Um, actually, for today, uh, I had prepared a little bit of an entertainment and show. I mean, BitBoy was, was removed from the scene, which is obviously a lot of fun. So I had some show about it. But actually, when we were you know, nearing this date of the re uh, recording the podcast, I thought, no, let's let's do a more naked version almost of the truth. I mean, this is a journey of, of me and Ilko, you know, trying to, to, to grind towards profitability. Uh, and let's just, you know, uh, um, yeah, show how that, you know, reflect how that is going. So, um, yeah, almost, I think you should be our shrink a little bit today, uh, Guru. And I'm almost also afraid of what you're going to say, because a lot of, the, you know, uh, uh, mistakes that I made, I know the answer to myself by now, but <laughs> at the moment I made them. So be kind a little bit to us, to me. I will try to. Um, yeah, <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will, I will have a famous quote from someone else to, to, to uh, that, 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 you know, guided me along the way, which, which is pretty harsh and, and did your job. Um, so you can play the nice card, but yeah, let's review some of the mistakes that, that I made, um, which no, well, let's let just, just randomly start, um, over trading. I mean, you, you warn us so many times, um, but you have this idea of, and especially the last two months that you were holiday. Uh, and the kids here in the Netherlands have six weeks. You need to uh, you, 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 you need to pause by, mm -hmm. and um, well, you just out of almost out of boredom, and 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 you think I, I can make it, even though the bigger traders are there. Struggle, I can make it, <laughs> and I overtrade. Um, is it something that I've been alone in, Ilko, or did you suffer from? Certainly not. 
certainly not sure. beside all the entertainment we have to do at home um yeah you, you sometimes look at the market see opportunities well you think you see opportunities and you uh, you step in you make the trade Kuro, what, what is that even though i know uh that it happens that the market actually counts on fools like me putting in money there you you, you warn us in, you know time and again in your course and in your platform still you know i fall into the trap what is that and do others have that as well that you mentor i think uh i think this is one of the most common mistakes that people make and i think it's a very understandable mistake as well because even Myself, sometimes I, I feel the urge to constantly be in a trade and to constantly try and make profit and try to to be part of the market. You know, I think it's a very understandable feeling and I think it, it all comes down to emotions, right? Especially uh, for you guys, for example, when you have kids and you finally have some spare time and you finally have some time to get behind the charts. Obviously, you probably feel even more the urge to, to constantly yeah, be positioned within the market in case the market makes a move, right? Especially yeah, when the market true. is basically not moving, you are kind of afraid for the moment that the market does start moving because you're either afraid of missing out or you're afraid of being on the wrong side of the move, right? And I think especially these kind of market circumstances are only fueling like the, the feeling of constantly feeling the urge of being in that trade while it should actually be the moment, especially when the market is low volume and extremely choppy, which you see quite often uh, during the European summers, when a lot of the traders are basically enjoying their summer, are basically enjoying their holiday, which basically means that volume is coming down even more than it already has been for the past maybe five or six months. And I think it, it all comes down to a little bit of experience because I've been there as well. I've been there many, many times, even at the point where I was profitable at some point and the market wasn't doing a lot, but I actually just started doing this full time. I came at the point where I felt the urge to constantly being in the trade as well. Then I think I have the extra pressure of having the community counting on me as well and expecting a certain content, expecting trades, expecting profit, that kind of stuff. But yeah, so, so even me, I think I've been struggling a few months ago with the, with the same feeling of constantly wanting to be in that trade. But I think at some point you just have to realize that you have to wait for the right moments. And when those moments come and they will come eventually, even if it takes weeks, even if it takes months, then you have to be ready to take as many trades, um, for example, as possible. But at the moments like, like we are seeing right now where the market is extremely low volume, you have to try and resist that urge. And I, I exactly know the feeling that you guys are having, right? Because every single trader has been there. I think every single trader, no matter how profitable they are, they still feel the same urge to be in that trade. I think the difference is between the profitable traders and the more experienced traders. And for example, you guys or all of the other students that are currently within our community or within other communities. I think the biggest difference is just the, the the experience part where the the other traders have lost so many trades because of this and at some point they realize okay now the time has come for me to to start resisting that urge and start listening to what the market is trying to tell me 
And in this case, the market is trying to tell us to not over trade, to, to actually take the least amount of trades possible and only take the so-called A plus setups. So yeah, that's uh, that's my opinion on this uh, on this matter. I'm very happy to hear that you didn't play the H card. <laughs> yeah, it's just experience. All right. <laughs> yeah, basically, all uh, comes down to experience. Yeah, well, the funny thing is that there there are you and there are a couple of, of uh, traders on, on on Twitter that are trustworthy. Most of them are not, but some are, and they they when they share their lessons, they are all there. Yeah. Still, you have to make them. I don't know. You have to make them once, twice, three times, almost ten times, and feel every time that your money is is just flowing away. This is, that you become so sick of it that you finally start doing what you what you what you teach. I don't know. There's somehow there's literally like a kid, which which you know, which you're raising. You you have to experience it yourself. I think before you before you finally start to resist that that need to overtrade. Another thing is is um, um yeah um some two big uh, uh position sizes and and i the i calculate you know i do my my trading view stuff but then um the market doesn't do anything for for two days uh, didn't do anything for two days and especially on the holiday uh i mean so many times just also waiting on pl places and then you're on your phone and you think i, I could lose all my phone and you see the price dropping oh that's nice it's cheap and then you just switch on your on your Bybit account or whatever, and just you know that 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 swipe to the right, and then you buy it, yeah. it, it, it fills, and then you put, oh shit, I need to put a stop loss, and then oh shit, I, I risk way more than I want, yeah. and then you and then you and then I and then I tend to close it because I don't want to go to that that size of loss, and then afterwards that that you know the trade the price action does what it does, and actually my view wasn't that bad, and it just went to a reasonable uh, profit and um you know nothing would have been wrong if i didn't calculate it more you know didn't take some more peace and let's yeah. say some more tranquility yeah and i think for for this this matter there's a very very simple solution and it's basically the the, the saying of let the trade come to you and never chase a trade right so what what do wow. i mean by that if you stick to that bias in which you are waiting for the trade to always come to you and never chase a trade with, for example, market entries. In that case, you can simply say to yourself, I'm only allowing myself to enter trades with limit entries. I never ever enter a trade with a market entry. Myself, yeah. I cannot even remember the last time that I entered a trade with a market entry. I cannot remember it, honestly. Um, I think it may have been a year ago um, that I entered a trade with a market entry. I cannot remember. And this is one of the reasons why I never market entry, right? Um, and, and this is one of the reasons why I love those limit entries. And it gives me a lot of peace. It gives me a lot of rest. And it also means that whenever I feel the urge to market enter a trade, I know that I'm basically not sticking to my plan. Because part of my plan is the fact that I'm always entering with limit entries. Why? because your RR becomes much and much better. And like I said, it gives you a lot of rest, it gives you a lot of peace. And the other reason is, like you were just explaining, it is very easy and simple to simply calculate the risk that you want to enter the trade with, right? So you are not, yeah, like coming up with the problems of 
over-risking by accident or, or putting in too much margin or forgetting to put in your stop loss because of the stress of the market entry and stuff like that. So I think there's a very, very simple solution to, to counter that issue that you just explained. And it's simply, uh, like I said, the saying of let the trade come to you and never chase a trade. Love it. Love it. Uh, great quotes. Uh, trying my, <laughs> try my hardest. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you're doing well. The funny thing is, if, if, because I did, well, I, I sort of, when I look back the last two months, I didn't, well, I didn't lose a lot because there were always some, there, there were some trades as well that did work out perfectly. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a feeling that, you know, when you're playing bowling, Canadian uh, bowling, for example, yeah. and the famous kind of bowling here in Amsterdam, and you, and you throw, uh, what is it, a strike? Yeah. Um, that feeling that everything works, you know, comes together. Uh, but it's, that is the same almost when you have this trade, it goes towards your entry point, yeah. picks, picks it almost in a wick, preferably, and then just you slowly goes to you, you take profit targets. Um, that is the feeling that hey, that's how it should be. And like indeed, peace and 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 rest are the words that are that you know are combined with it, are going with it indeed. So I love that. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the best feelings in the world, right? Of hitting that perfect entry and hitting that perfect take profit without the price even coming near your sub loss. I think there's there's yeah. just a few few feelings uh, beating that kind of feeling. So I think that is also one of the reasons why I do believe that it's worth going through all of these struggles, going through all of these problems um, that every single trader has to go through in order to become profitable. And if, if I may ask, actually, how long have you guys been trading for now? That is a good question. Um, great, great question. Great question. Let's say dedicated. Let's say dedicated. Yeah, well, that's 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 the thing. Obviously, it it, it is it is like Bitcoin. You know, it goes up and it has its ups and downs. The effort that I, that we're putting into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think uh, I purchased your course uh, beginning of this year, uh, something like that. Okay. Uh, I, and I recently started a new job, so that take, that takes me a lot of effort now. Yeah. But in between, I've been I've been. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've been quite active. Okay. Yeah. So, so about nine months, let's say. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, if you after nine months are trading about break even, that's a very, very good thing, and you are probably ahead of ninety percent of the traders that also started nine months ago, if not, uh -huh. if not ninety-nine percent of the traders, because usually they say about it takes about a year to become profitable. I think it takes most of the traders about two years to become profitable. So if you, after nine months, are already trading around break even, so sometimes you maybe get a few good trades in, sometimes you maybe get a few bad trades in. And now you're also telling me that most of the bad trades are simply coming down to very simple mistakes. So they may not even um, hit stop loss because of a bad technical analysis, or they may not even... Yeah, get out of the trade in the loss because of the bad technical analysis, but more because of, for example, uh, let, let's say stupid trade management. Emotional yeah, stuff. exactly, yeah. exactly. Like the stuff yeah. that, that you know that you're doing wrong. So I think it all comes down to just the small improvements and just a few small tweaks here and there. And, and those are probably the things that we have to tweak in order to become profitable. So you are already quite close within nine months. And that's that's a very small time span to become profitable. So I think you guys can already be 
pretty proud of yourself. If, if well, I have well, to give a shrimp that. right here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, 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 but yeah, let's yeah. be honest, uh, uh, Guru, let's be honest. We had a lot of help uh, from your channel. Of course. Um, we had a lot of help from your insights and uh, the other uh, uh, gurus uh, who are available in, in the Discord, mm -hmm. in the group. Uh, without them, and I don't know how you uh, see the 99% of the traders, but without them, I wouldn't be this far. So as, as uh, a starting trader, let's say, mm -hmm. you, it's, it's advised to join uh, the Crypto Guru Network, for, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, first of all, I'm very glad to hear this, of course, because this is the reason why I started this community. And this is all the, also the reason why me and the rest of the team members are trying to improve the community day by day. But I think I have to agree um, with your statement. I think it would help every single beginning trader not to necessarily join our community because i'm not here to make any kind of advertisement but just some kind of community some kind of a of a group of people let's say that know yeah, what they right. are talking about that have been going through the same journey that you guys are going through right now that every single beginning trader has to go through at some point if they want to become profitable and i think having like this community around you of people that have been going through the same journey and have been making the same mistakes and have been feeling the same emotions and even like the the ability to talk about that with other members for example so not let's not even say the other traders but just talking with other members because sometimes i'm seeing beautiful conversations between members of the community that, that feel the same emotions uh, good emotions bad emotions or maybe making the same kind of mistakes and helping each other out i think that's the biggest benefit of of a good trading slash crypto community and yeah, of course, it, it can be our community, but I think joining, yeah, joining a good community can definitely uh, help you progress uh, a lot quicker, I believe. Yeah, true. Agreed. I have one, well, a couple of more uh, mistakes yeah. and I will just, just, just highlight them. Uh, we can go in quickly. Um, Following too many pairs is a mistake that I've been making uh, as well. Uh, so you have like ten coins in your in, in a couple of the trading view uh, list, uh, you and you only follow them uh, su superficially. So you you know you're just doing something and not very thoroughly enough. That isn't a mistake. Another mistake is is basically uh, having too many positions open at the same time with the same bias. Um, so when market drops or the other way, it hurts you more yeah. <laughs> while you think you, you're smart. <laughs> um, yeah, well, some some more. Um, and then I came at the point of time, and this was all basically during my uh, holiday. And um, I mean, I, I didn't go for a holiday for six uh, weeks, mm -hmm. uh, but three weeks or something like that. Uh, um, so it was a lot of trading on my phone. So that's another one that, that you know, I, I, I said to myself, I stopped doing yep. At a certain point of time, I was in the Spanish Pyrenees in a, um, a little city. Uh, well, no, it's not even a city. It's, it's a couple of uh, houses together. It's uh, it's called Betlan. And um, you know, the kids uh, fell asleep uh, early at nine-ish or something, and I was on my phone and, and, and you know, again, out of boredom, <laughs> um, just you know, entering a trade. And I woke up in the middle of the night and another couple of euros which on a hundred dollar uh, account is a lot was gone and i was so pissed off then at that moment um 
I uh, had a little voice in my mind which said the following. You sure you're ready for this? I'll do my best. Your best? Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and f*** the prom queen. So obviously this is the famous um, Sean Connery in The Rock. Um, I'm slightly older than, than, than you are, Guru. <laughs> do you remember this quote? No, personally I do not remember this quote. Ah, oh, okay. I, I think it's, it suits you. And it's Let you. me back you up, uh, Boris. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yeah, well, we're different. We're different. We're a different age group. That's what we mean. Thanks. Yeah. Uh. I mean, this is every time I, you know, I started to think, yeah, but uh, excuse number one or excuse number two. I had this voice of Sean Connery in my mind. You know, winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Sorry for all the uh, women that listen to this to this podcast, but it's like, okay, you know. No one's going to uh, coming to help you. Are you going to do this? Yes or no? Uh, uh, so th then and there in Bedlam, I came, um, you know, I formulated for myself the law of Bedlam, mm -hmm. uh, which B-A-T-L-A-N, just, you know, Google it. Uh, it's somewhere high up in the, in the, the Spanish Pyrenees. And at that time I thought, okay, over with these stupid mistakes. And from now on, uh, uh, you know, a set of, set of rules I'm going to stick religiously by. Uh, and still every now and then <laughs> they escape me but it's the simple stuff like you know don't uh, don't enter trade on on your on, on your phone obviously i can buy on my phone if that's easier but you know do the analysis on your on your screen yes calculate calculate up front the damn thing uh, uh um you know i started getting such annoyed with myself to lose money rather than you know the 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 need to win more money if, if you know what yeah. i mean yeah i want to um, understand so yeah the law of uh the law of uh bedlam um yes. do you have do you have a law of yourself as well that you trade by um yeah obviously i also have a few rules like like you just said um personally i always obviously for me because i do this full-time it's a lot easier but i always do my analysis on my laptop or on my pc so there are even times when I'm, for example, at the gym or, for example, going out for dinner or maybe I'm at my parents' house, I don't know, and I'm checking my phone and I'm seeing this potential setup uh, being developed, for example, on Bitcoin or any other pair. But I just make sure I close TradingView as soon as possible because I know that I'm never, ever going to do an analysis on my phone on TradingView just because I cannot see the, the, the whole picture, for example, right? And... I need to see, need to be able to see the whole picture in order to make a, a good analysis. So that's also one of the rules that I personally stick to. And I think the more bad trades you take, the more rules um, you will add to your list. And I think starting something like the law of Bedlam, like you just said, I think it can definitely be the start of something very good, right? Because if you simply write down the rules that you have to stick to, you can always look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and, and check if you stick to the rules or not, um, rather than, for example, saying these kind of rules to yourself and maybe locking them somewhere in your brain. But at the end of the day, if you write them down and you, for example, put them next to your, next, next to your desk or maybe you make sure you always have them ready on your PC, that kind of stuff, you always know that you can simply check every single rule before you enter a trade. If the trade is not checking all of the rules on your checklist, you simply don't enter the trade. Regardless whether the trade plays out well or not, make sure you have 
a list with those kind of rules. I think that's a very, very good thing that every single trader needs to have in order to to become profitable. So I think the law of Badland is definitely something uh, that I can recommend to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I needed it. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, this game is so easy to go to drive you crazy. Um, so it, it it really is a solo journey. Uh, apart from being a Discord, of course, uh, it, it you know no one comes to to your rescue. Uh, so it's it's yeah, it's you only you, and you can blame yourself for for you. So and 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 otherwise, and hopefully you know at some point in time also I can you know you know benefit it to myself and of course also to others. Um, but you need you need this set of rules. Otherwise, you you, you go berserk indeed. Yeah. I think um, everyone needs to have these sleepless kind of nights to come to the realization that at some point enough is enough and either you, you are going to decide that you're going through every single struggle or you quit. And I think a lot of people quit at some point, but those that really stick to the grind and really stick to going through all of the struggles, those are the, those are the kind of people that at the end of the day uh, will be rewarded in my yeah. eyes. It, 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 at a certain point in time, it almost came a little bit pathetic. I was hiding my telephone for, for my wife. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not fucked. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that wasn't how, how I intended it the first time. Uh, I think what I'm doing right now in a new, new job uh, is, is even helping with that because um, I've got a nice setup here um, with, with two screens. So I work on one screen and the, yeah, in, 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 in the left corner of my eye, I have a screen where I've got a couple of pairs open, and um, uh, I have my uh, alarms set. And indeed, on my chart, I write a story now. I just write it down. Otherwise, indeed, like you say in the course, but of course, mm -hmm. I didn't listen to at first. Uh, these alarms go, you know, get triggered, and you think, "Hey, what? The, what? What am I supposed to do right now? <laughs> All this stuff." Um, and and still, even if I have this stupid law for myself. Mm -hmm. um you've and i you mm -hmm. know I, I i you know limited the pairs i'm following um uh, and you see you see um the, the price is moving away from your point of interest mm -hmm. you think shit i fo i waited three days for a setup <laughs> and now it's there and at that point i was taking care of the kids or whatever uh or going to sports uh, you know it escaped it's, it escaped from me and then to resist and just you know fomoing in that is so hard yeah it is it's um it's definitely one of the the hardest things to do and it's also one of the most common emotions that people are starting with right just simply the fomo whether it comes down to investing whether it comes down to trading i think fomo even if it comes down to parties right if everyone knows the feeling of, of having that FOMO, yeah. of, uh, needing to needing to be in the trade needing to be at the party or, or whatsoever so oh, yeah. it's uh, it's completely understandable, but I think at some point when you do start to resist that feeling of 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 yeah uh, the fear of missing out, I would say if you do start to resist that feeling and you see that you made the right decision, that's probably even a better feeling compared to the feeling that you do FOMO into that position and that at the end of the day maybe at some point the position does reach or take profit target. I think uh, the best feeling is probably resisting that urge and then seeing that you made the right uh, decision of, of resisting the urge to get into the trade. 
yeah, 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 true, true. You, 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 you I don't know, you, mm -hmm. every now and then you claim that, and I think, yeah, yeah of course, Guru, huh? you're just a pussy that you're not in the train. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, of course, being on the other hand, you know, following and just going flat on my face or, or being lucky, you know, it, mm -hmm. it almost felt dirty as well, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help the game of, you know, becoming more. Uh, you know, at peace. So I fully understand. You know, the other thing is, is also, I had a moment also. Also, this is uh, I, I promise to the to the to the to the audience that are that are still listening at some point of time. The next uh, episode will be much more upbeat, and we will invite a guest. So you, uh, you know, like the trick trader who's sticking around. Uh, if you are a listener and you're still uh, sticking around, uh, uh, next time we promise you uh, much more. Uh, uh, upbeat and, and and energy i will promise that um <laughs> but even the point of the time i came uh you know where i didn't i was sort of scared to basically to enter any kind of trade so <laughs> um that also doesn't work because finally you map out your plan and then you see danger everywhere uh, and it 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 isn't magic after all either it's it's basically it's it, price action isn't a him or isn't a her it doesn't have feelings it does what it does it, you know it, it's it's by algorithms or or market makers but it does what it does so at a certain point of time you just have to go for it and and you know with your setup and see how it plays out otherwise you know you're standing alongside the pool all the time again is this something that you recognize from your from your mentees i think it is something that i recognize for myself nowadays still um I think there's a few few quotes that, that will help you with this. Um, one of the quotes that I can think of right now is scared money, don't make money. Um, a different quote that I can remember right now is when it feels scary to jump, that's exactly when you jump. And when others are fearful, that's when you buy. When others are greedy, that's when you sell. And I think that that all comes down to like the psychology part of trading, which is a massively underrated part of training because exactly like you are saying mm -hmm. price action at the end of the day doesn't give a and i'm not going to say the word about people their emotions price action mm -hmm. is always the king price action does what it wants price action is already telling you what it's going to do long before the move already happens so even if you see a massive move up, even if you see a massive move down, you can always blame it either on the news that your stop loss got hit, or you can go back to the previous price section and you will see that somewhere along the way that you probably made a mistake. And if you realize that at some point, and if you have the experience of being on the right side of the violent moves or being on the right side of the most unexpected moves let's say then at some point you will realize that price session doesn't give anything about people the emotions and that's the moment where you will stop caring about your emotions and that's also probably the moment where you won't be afraid to take like the, the scariest kind of trades because probably the, the the scariest kind of trades are probably most often the best trades um, out there i can remember one of the trades I think it was not this summer, but it was last summer um, when the Fed started with the rate hikes. I don't even know if it was last summer, but I can remember that um, at the moment before they announced the first rate hike, yeah. Bitcoin already had a massive drop because of Luna um, and it was moving a little bit of sideways. Um, 
at that time, I think it was around 20K. I think it was a local bottom after the Luna crash. And I can remember that the rate hike was coming. It was such a big news event at the time because it was probably going to be the first rate hike. And I can remember they dropped the announcement and Bitcoin dropped another, I think, 5 or 6%. And I can remember everyone, literally everyone thinking Bitcoin at that point was going to 10K, 15K, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I can remember we entered three swing long positions um, at that time on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and on BNB. And I can remember at first, because I usually work with two entries, the first entry got hit during the news event. Then um, after the news event, the price action went sideways again, and it dropped to our second entry point. And I had to go um, to my soccer training, so I couldn't watch the charts. And I can remember I was sitting in my car and I was sweating because we were at three swing low <laughs> positions. I can remember the chat was going crazy. Guru, you are making the wrong wrong decision we are going to 50k i was like oh my god how am i going to be able to train like this and i can remember because everyone's so fearful at some point i became so extremely calm because i have never in my life on the crypto market seen this kind of fear it was even bigger compared to the ftx crash it was bigger compared to the luna crash and i went to training i was like you know what these trades they are going to play out i'm going to come back and they are going to be a profit and I came back and I think we saw a massive squeeze to the upside of about 10%. I don't know. Maybe we can get the price session back in the next episode or maybe when we are going to do the mentorship um, recordings. Yeah, yeah sure. But I think yeah. we saw a massive squeeze after a few hours of about 10% and all of the positions reached their full take profit targets. And at that point, we saw a beautiful rally, um, like a relief rally. And we made like one of the craziest profits all of the members ever made. And I think that's the perfect example of being greedy when others are fearful. We did it with leverage trade at that point, but it's the same with investing. It's the same with selling when others are greedy. At the end of the day, it all comes down to human emotions. And the funny thing is, human emotions are not the reason that price action is doing what price action is doing. It's the human decisions at the end of the day that are the, the fuel behind the price action, right? So... I think that that needs to bring a lot of ease and needs to bring a lot of rest to your decisions. And I think shutting down your emotions, it's one of the hardest things to do um, because emotions, they affect your risk management, they affect your decision-making, they affect your bias. But if you are able to shut down your emotions and if you're able to simply focus on what is going on on the charts, I think once a trader is able to do to do that i think that's the moment where most traders are going from maybe being in a slight loss every week or maybe being around break even every week to going to uh towards profitability so beside all the great trade ideas and funny moments in your discord channel you are also our personal shrink i hear <laughs> At this moment in time, I feel a little bit like a shrink, but uh, I'm trying not to be. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to be. But I think a lot of people that are listening right now, I think can completely relate to uh, to your, your stories and also to my stories. So I think a lot of people will uh, enjoy this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I really feel like, uh, feel like that. Yeah, amen to that. I mean, uh, you also started trading uh, Forex and, and we... we 
fine and if, if the action is there it, it, it's 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 good but i i think it, it has been a great uh episode so far uh thank you for being a little bit of our shrink we have sean connery you know to say uh <laughs> stop stop whining and 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 you win uh otherwise we should get out so so that that's also okay there's so, some counterbalance towards that um fine for now full stop uh like a, we continue our journey i'll call myself uh uh uh, next up, next up episode with the guest. Uh, let's continue to unpack this stuff and and uh, thank you for doing this all together. Up to the next one. Thanks. Thank you. Bye bye.